Yeah, I was like, can I change my appointment to four? He's like, damn it, Rockstar. I've got two interviews. <laughs> and tomorrow I'm in a studio all day. I never wanted to grow up. I'm glad I did. Looking back, I was actually the wackest kid. I was dad at everything and I had no friends. So much has changed, or perhaps it didn't. Okay, I'll redact the first half of this before I accidentally mention that I'm sad as shit. I'll cast it in a different light. A retroactive twist. Yo, this will be the only drink that has an asterisk. I swear. Have some fun. I like fun. I love fun. Yeah. Sweet. Well, we just roll right into it. There's no intros here, man. My cool. name is Juan. Guys, welcome to the Swan Time today. I am Hello. honored to have on Snail Mate. Yeah. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, we absolutely are. <laughs> Especially at this coffee place. Yes. Heck mm. yeah. Um, guys, um, introduce yourselves. What do you like to be called? Uh, I'm Kalen. Kalen. Kalen Lander. Yeah. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I am the uh, synth player and lead vocalist of Snail Mate. Yes. Uh, I'm Bentley, but I usually just go by Titty Graveyard. <laughs> and uh, I am the drummer and the screamer of Snail Mate. And that was... Uh, you, play, uh, you play kazoo I play also. kazoo and triangle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a couple other, except for our last show, some other guy took over the triangle part. <laughs> oh, did he? A guest appearance. Yeah. 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 Some someone some in the, r- some random some kid. random kid just started playing the triangle. I was like, go for it. Bentley was playing it, and he was like, he like yeah. put his arms out. He's like, give it to me. He's like, here you go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Where was that at? Um, uh, Prescott. We played at the Den. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I saw yeah. that because we were just there. I think the same night we played at the Attic. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Was, what? Friday, Saturday, Friday. Um, we played Friday. Oh, okay. okay. No, we we're in yeah. downtown. So, which leads me again, uh, how I met you guys was um, I went to go see the band I'm currently in now, but I went to go see them play, uh, Metropolis Man. Yo. And Alex says hi. Oh, sweet. Hey, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Do a and, creepy uh, wave. I see yeah, him all the time wave. at the Rebel Lounge. Yes. Yeah. 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 We we're supposed to have something there soon as well. Lo- I would love to play that joint. I know you guys have played it multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but yeah, I saw them, and then you guys came in and just fucking blew my mind. Like, <laughs> I oh, immediately thanks. after you guys had said, I like took all all my cash, walked over to Bentley, was like, "Here you go, <laughs> give me, give me stuff." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! And I rocked your shirt, you know, tons of times. I I wore it the other day, uh, Friday. I wore it to go see Snarky Puppy. Oh, sweet! So I thought that would be cool. Um, Thank you. But awesome. I love what you said as far as because people always ask like, what, what what are they? Like what like kind of like how do i describe so i've been saying nerd rap synth core uh, scream screamo synth core something works. like that what does our so instagram say right i don't now? know I, <laughs> the in- instagram probably says like synth punk uh hip hop grindcore pop what does it say it says synth punk grindcore pop nerd rap Currently, yes. but okay. we change it. We have an existential thing about we don't know, so we change well, it all the time. Yeah, because that, that you don't want to be put, you don't want to be generalized and, and put in a box in a sense. You want to be just be free to do whatever you want. But it's like to try and get people on board, we're so, a lot of us can be super basic where it's like, well, give me what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally tell people, I was like, you, you're not. Even when I show them like your recorded music, it does not do the live show justice. No, oh, thanks. Yeah, you guys bring in energy. Thank you. Yeah, well, I started seeing grindcore pop 
um, <laughs> recently, but we sense. had to we had to submit something to Spotify the other day, and they gave us three genres to choose from, or uh, they we had to choose three genres. And they had more options than a lot of these things we submit to sometimes. Uh. Like, the best thing we can fit in is hip-hop. And it's just like, well, we're some we're a lot. And then hip-hop heads hear us, and they're like, they're screaming at me. This isn't hip-hop. Yeah. So we were able to find a few more genres. And I think I ended up picking hyper-pop and new metal and okay. something else. Oh, uh, indie yeah. punk. Oh, so oh, they, yeah. they, they were able to uh, allow you to pick, like, three? Three, and they oh, had a okay. much, a lot more genres to choose from, but still, like... It was still hard. Yeah. yeah. Like how, how long did that, like, decision take you? It's always, <laughs> it's always like, a ten-minute deliberation. We have to, like, have an existential crisis, and it's like, what do we even play? What do we even sound like, man? And yeah. it's always an ordeal. Yeah, because you don't want it ever to be like, well, I'm making a new track, but fuck, what is, what is it going to be labeled as? No, you just want to be free to create. Right. And yeah. like, when we when we really lean into like the metal and we're screaming a whole lot, like we're still rapping. Mm-hmm. And when we're rapping a whole lot, like we're still screaming and like making doing time changes. So like we, we've we've been too hip hop for a lot of rock crowds and we've been way too rock for a lot of hip hop crowds. Yeah. And uh, so it's always hard to like figure out exactly what we're doing and we don't want to do the same thing every song either that's true yeah and all of our songs we don't like plan any of them they literally just like get spit out of us so like it's not like any of it's like planned and like we don't want to be at the point where we, where we have to like plan what a song's going to sound like it yeah. just like is literally like thrown up so <laughs> <laughs> yeah or it's like it's like a, it's like a gift from the ether it's like let, let it just flow through me yes i yeah. guess so right yeah, for better or for worse but <laughs> we'll have our own <laughs> genre one day <laughs> Man. Snail pop, hey. snail pop. Oh, oh yeah, you like okay. the pop, huh? Okay. I don't think we're poppy. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I mean, does pop literally always need to be like for for quote unquote popular? Is that what it always needs just, to be? All I, I just right. picture it like being like catchy, like yes, like pop. When I, I think of pop, I think of like a like a pop in a bubble, like a bubble gum. So mm-hmm. it's just like it's like sweet and it's kind of like candy. And it just it just pops in your ear. Yeah. Until you said that, I forgot that that's even used for popular. <laughs> I always thought it was like catchy, but that is the yeah. the reason it's it was made. The short version, yeah. pop, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Popular, that's true. And that's why wow. I mean that there there is literally you know there's a blueprint on how to make I guess a poppy song. And if your end goal is to just profit and make money, like it's kind of out there for you to do it. Right. But it's like. Do you do that, or are you gonna stay kind of true to yourself? And and what if you do like that? Then it's like people always think you're selling out. But it's like, no, I really like to make this yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's become a sound. Um, so you can be the most obscure motherfucker in the world that no one's ever heard of, but you can still make pop music. Which it, at that point, it doesn't stand for popular. It just stands for something catchy. Yes. Just like how in, in independent was shortened to indie. And but then indie became its own indie sound. Indie became a sound because now there's you know yeah. Uh, huge record label backed bands who have an indie sound but there's nothing independent about them and then you can make indie pop which is basically an oxymoron (laughs) independent popular music that doesn't make any sense (laughs) and we we love that we love oxymorons absolutely (laughs) I know you do yeah yeah what's your favorite oxymoron is it indie pop uh the only one that comes on the spot I know the only one that comes to mind is like jumbo shrimp (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's it I've, that never, a good one. I've never thought of that it is an oxymoron right. it really is yeah 
There's, shit. there's some good ones out there, but I can't think of it. Wait, any off I guess the top what came first? Did did shrimp come first to describe this animal, or was this animal already named a shrimp and now we're using shrimp to define I th- something? I think Ooh. shrimp it probably became an adjective based on how shrimp are small. Yeah. That would make there's sense. I think so. We, yeah. There's no proof. There, there is none. We well, could probably look it up. We're not going to Google anything. <laughs> we're just going to talk out, out of our asses all day right. here today. <laughs> what came first? Yeah, the chicken or the egg? The shrimp or the shrimp? Fish or friends, shrimp not food. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all awesome. that matters. Um, I had to put my mug out. I was, I was. You guys have stuff to put out because you guys are merch That's masters. A nice, nice mug. Like, you guys are if it wasn't kings. so windy, I would do a sticker spread. Yes, I, I was going to yeah. suggest that, but then it is a little breezy. You got the fans out, which is nice. It's beautiful to actually be out. Oh, Your hair yeah. is going to be fucking glowing on the video. It's going to be good. <laughs> I was going to bleach it last night, but I ran out of time. It would have uh, even been glowing more. Wow. <laughs> it might have been, been too much. I know, yeah, right? I don't want to <laughs> have to put my sunglasses on. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, we had merch. Uh, I mailed out a bunch of merch this morning, and then we just did a radio interview uh, f- with Danny from KWSS, and I gave her the last oh, of the merch in our car. <laughs> I should have put a bottle of hot sauce uh, on the table. Oh, That's what I should have done. Well, yeah, the hot sauce. Where did that come from? Um, it came from our insatiable lust and love for hot sauce. Uh, when we're touring, um, we discovered very early on in our relationship that we both love spicy food and we love hot sauce. So when we've been touring around the country... Uh, we find like the good shit in yes. town. You know, we roll into like we. I just did a review the other day of a hot sauce from Tulsa. We were in, We rolled into Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're like, we need to get some bomb like, ass like vegan local vegan food. So we hit the vegan spot, and then we our spidey sense goes off, and we see the the local co op down the block, and we go, yeah. I bet you those motherfuckers got some hot sauce. So we go there, yeah. and we yeah, we get the good shit, and it's from you know, it's bottled around the corner. And then, so we do that everywhere when we have the time. And then once the pandemic hit, we're sitting on a hundred bottles of hot sauce or more in our fridge. <laughs> had, I think we had 200 at the beginning of the Get pandemic. Out of yeah, here. so we're, yeah. we have all this shit. And we're like, what do we do with this? We're, we're, uh, we're monsters. We're, we're going crazy. We don't have any shows to play. We can't go on fucking tour. So we're like, what are we going to do? We have this hot sauce. Let's start an Instagram and start reviewing it. It nice. coincided at the time with this uh, song that I wrote for my, or for, uh, we wrote or I wrote for us for our uh, my friend Coolzy's album called Hot Sauce for Blood. So we're like, <laughs> we'll just call it Hot Sauce for Blood. Is this idea I had kicking around? So we started reviewing hot sauces, and then that kind of got us ingrained with the hot sauce community, which is this super awesome thriving community which exploded during the pandemic because a lot of people lost their jobs and they're like what am i going to do with my life i've always wanted to make hot sauce well now yeah. i have the time to do it so people the hot sauce industry exploded hot so ones started much. becoming super popular hot so ones. it yeah. was just a an iron that was hot and we're like well we fucking love this so we started reviewing them people started sending us hot sauces we started talking to hot sauce makers who are just some of the coolest most passionate people in the world passion and yeah linked up with uh, it, it's in their nature they're spicy right so it's passionate it's fire Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's just like an independent band you know it, it's you're putting this Create, hot sauce out there creation. that is an extension of your personality and the things that you love and it's it's a risk you're putting it out there you're trying to sell it you might not sell any just like you might not sell any records you yeah. know so like it's this thing that people are going out on a limb and creating art basically in yeah. the form of yummy hot sauce so then we linked up with Zach from High Desert Sauce Company in Tucson he reached out to us and said he wanted to make a snail made hot sauce and yeah we reviewed like six of his hot sauces and he was like oh I love your reviews and uh, he's like can I make you one and then we're like crying it was it was a dream come true uh, we kind of told him what kind of vibe we were going for and he made some prototypes sent them to us 
and then it was one of the best things we'd ever tasted. We went to Tucson, helped him bottle it, and uh, wow, it yeah, was. we bottled it, labeled it. We did the like the little security tag things on it, uh, everything, and now we're on like the fifth batch or something. Yeah, we, we just so- keep it wow. coming. Our yeah. first batch, we sold out of in forty eight hours. We got a. Um, an award from Phoenix Magazine for the hot sauce. Yeah, they and, sent us uh, a plaque. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah, it's on the wall. And uh, so, yeah, we just, our love of hot sauce really, you know, Damn. is what kicked it off. And so, like, when we were offered this hot sauce, it was a dream come true. Um, I've seen some bands with hot sauce, and I start talking to them about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my buddy made it. And there's there's not There's no that, connection. There's yeah. deeper connection. Yeah. And it's, like, in our blood. I have a hot sauce face tattoo. I see it. And yeah. I have a chili neck tattoo look at that yeah yeah i'm all about the it's literally all about it. <laughs> in our blood yeah so. that was the hardest thing we toured japan and i think the hardest thing about being in japan is there wasn't really hot sauce they had tabasco anywhere. so we were yeah we were go- good I mean, there but we uh, this is a tabasco tattoo i love tabasco um it's i've been to the factory but yeah in japan it was interesting there was only i think we only found like three the whole time we were there mm-hmm. so that was that was rough well but. that's interesting because like you know isn't wasabi essentially like Pretty, yeah, uh, it's pretty spicy. Like, is that a horseradish style? It's like a horseradish yeah. style. Yeah, it's a, it's a different it, root, but yeah, same family. It burns in your sinuses. Yeah, and yeah, it's a different, and it's more. It's very mercenary there. You know, it's part of certain foods. It's not like people are obsessed with it Just and putting it on everything. That's you know, like true, the, that's like true. the hot sauce culture. Is. Yeah, a couple bands did buy us some though, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like hot sauce, it was weird. Like it was. I thought it was weird that like a Louisiana hot sauce was the most popular yeah, over there. Was it was there, everywhere. Which is cool because then we brought a bunch home that was it was all in Japanese and stuff so that was like really awesome yeah but yeah it was just strange that they didn't like have very much there because here every day we fill up like the more merch we sell the more room we have for hot sauce we just start filling the bins with hot sauce yeah it makes room we're on tour like yeah it's we love seeking it out yeah it's amazing how long were you guys in Japan for because you have a live in Japan album right I think I have that one oh sweet yeah Yeah, yeah, we have that uh we were there for uh, a little under three weeks. Um, we did a bunch of shows in Tokyo and Osaka and Kyoto and Fukui and Niigata. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Uh, we want to go back. We, we're going to go yeah. back in 2020 and then well, everything. That, that market is just like for, for like underground music in general. Like I've always heard good things about them and, and Germany. Yes, oh, Germany was amazing. Germany was yeah. also amazing. Oh, oh my god! I get chills just thinking about it. You know, but mm-hmm. my, my friends' experiences there because I've never been, but just like listening and hearing about their stories and just how passionate it seems like. I've always, I've always had that in my head that Japan and Germany for underground yeah. shit, like that's where it's at. Yeah. yeah, Germany was amazing too, and like they have a bunch of like huge buildings that were empty, and you're allowed to like squat them legally, Ooh. and then you can turn it into like a venue or an art space as long as you're like doing good for the community. The government ends up paying you to keep it open. What? Yeah, so you can find a building and take it over and like make a huge music venue. Yeah, like, instead of just so sitting cool. there hoping that somebody buys it so you can make a profit, it's like in the meantime, yeah. fucking, if you're doing good for the community. Yeah, they like literally will pay pay for you to have your water on and everything. Oh, so shit. Yeah, we was, played some really interesting, uh, from the outside, it's like, this looks like, this looks abandoned. And you go in and there's recording spaces and band rehearsal studios and the stage and like a, 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 a like, bar area, a, restaurant. Like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Germany's the shit. How long were you guys in Germany? You know, when you do international stuff like that, do you try to do like at least like two weeks or something? Least, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was uh, about three weeks as well. We did uh, Germany, France, Belgium. Uh, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah, it was awesome. So, uh, um, when did Snail Mate incorporate? 
I guess, when did you guys become? Uh, 2015. 2015. Okay. I can't yeah. believe it's been so long already. I know. I can remember, like, our first band practices. Like, literally, our first... We we started out practicing in an apartment we lived in together <laughs> with, like, padded drums and, like, everything super padded. Yeah. And then we put my we would put our mattress in front of the door. You have to, because you f- yeah. bang the fuck out of your drums. I know. Yeah. I was just like, dude, that thing's just going to go. And, I know. You know it holds and we up. Were, we lived really close to the office, so, uh, like, sure enough... Uh, dude from the office is knocking on our door like hey you guys can't be doing that in there even though the lady next door she was like I love the piano you're doing and yeah. stuff and she was like this older lady she yeah. loved it the neighbors never complained <laughs> but yeah the guy in the office he didn't like us anyway yeah wow. so uh, yeah we started in the apartment in 2015 and then in between there we started practicing at Kaylin's parents house during the day when they were at work and then we were figuring out our whole thing and we ended up going on a tour faster than we wanted to because I was in another band and we were supposed to go on this tour uh, okay, and they okay. all didn't want to go because um, they started dating people and having kids or whatever, like whatever kind of stuff. <laughs> none of them had kids. None of them that have was, kids. That was dramatic. None of them had kids. They all, they all, in my head, they all like, they got married in my head. Yeah. Two of them, that well, is, one of them's married. That's awesome how know. that happened. I've had something yeah. happen like that to it me. Was, yeah, it was one of those things. Everyone was just like, we're, we're doing things. So uh, uh, we went on this tour uh, for a t- 420 festival in Denver and stuff. Uh, it was when, like our third show. Yeah, it was like our third show ever. We just like toured up there real quick. So we we were bad. It was bad. <laughs> we it were not really, a good band at that it point. It was really bad. But uh, we went up there, made friends, and um, it. It, it. Yeah. Yeah, we realized was, we liked doing it. Like uh, I'd never gone on tour before. Bentley had you know with his band before, and uh, they ju- part of the reason they didn't want to go on this tour that we went on is because they didn't like touring. Didn't suit them. You know, they might have been a little high maintenance or this or that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It's not for everybody. It's not. Oh, and so, so then when we went out and we're like, we're going to be sleeping in the van, you know, in the in at the time, my forerunner every night, you know, it's going to be cramped. It's not going to be comfortable. I took to it. Bentley and I realized we were both really well suited for that kind of like just go, go, go lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided that we wanted to do it forever. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, everybody has it in their mind. Oh, we're going on tour. We're gonna be in a hotel. We're gonna be this. We're gonna mm-hmm. be that. And it's like, nah, man. Yeah. A lot of people we meet go on tour once, and then they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like it. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were lucky that we both uh, have the same mindset when yeah. we're out there. And you're gonna yeah. get on each other's nerves. That's the thing. You're gonna get annoyed by oh, the people yeah. you're in close quarters with. So it's like you better, you better have like a deep respect or love for this individual, or yeah. otherwise. It can end real quick. Yeah, and you've got to know how to argue and let that set aside if you have a show. Like, yeah, we'll we, have some blowouts, but like we'll put it yeah. aside for the performance. Yeah, we yeah. never let it affect like a show or anything ever. Like that's a completely yeah. different thing. Because that's like, like as a parent, I'm like, you know, if if I have a disagreement with my ex-wife, I don't. It doesn't need to affect the kids. Right. Yeah. You, the, the, your fans are your kids. Absolutely. <laughs> like you're, you're like the parents here. It's like, all right, let's go perform for the kids. Let's give them a good show. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. And yeah. we're on the same page. You know, we're not get we're not partying when we're on the road. You know, it's very much a job. So we're we're not getting drunk, having to like fight when we're intoxicated or taking care of one another. We're not out, you know, trying to fuck groupies or anything like that. Like it's very much uh, the opposite of what you would think. Yeah, people, like pe- people think people think that the tour is yeah. a party, but it, it's if it's if you treat it as a fun, a really fun job, like it can be a successful, lucrative thing that like you are actually like growing and, and building and becoming yeah. closer to as as it people and like it's, and it's just amazing. Looking forward to the next one, you know, where yeah. it's like, yo, we came in, we handled our shit, we didn't fuck around, mm-hmm. and now we are that much more successful. 
and then that rolls right into the next one. Yeah, right. and it's awesome, and it's great because like, we'll, we'll unless the car breaks or something, we, we we come home with money, and then it goes right into the studio and right back into stuff instead of partying and this and that. And like, no judgment if that's what you're doing, you can do whatever yeah. you want with your money. But like, for sure, people that like buy merch from us and stuff, it literally goes right back into the band, like all of it. It either goes into fixing the car or merch yeah. or studio time and mastering music videos like it all goes like right back in so music videos yeah. yeah and we meet a lot of bands you know and, and after the show you know they'll have you know a, a couple few drinks you know 10 drinks after each show and it Which becomes like expensive. a party and then they get a hotel room and then they come home from tour and they wonder why they didn't make any money yeah like and uh, drinking is expensive. Is, yeah. yeah, I work at a bar. I see people's tabs, and I like shake handing them their receipt. I'm like, how are they gonna pay? Like, I'm always like, oh my god, this is Send so expensive. Off. Yeah, know, yeah. Right? So we're on the we're on the same page, you know, when it comes to work, whether we're on tour or at home. You know, we're constantly doing band stuff, and that's our number one. That's our number one thing. Everything kind of comes after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything. Unfortunately. To, to a fault. Yeah. Relationships, family, all that stuff is like, well, I got to do some snail mail shit first. Yeah. yeah right? I missed a cousin's wedding uh, like five years ago. We weren't like super close, but I missed her wedding and now she won't she talk to me. She still hasn't spoken to you. She still hasn't yeah. talked to you. Yeah. Whoa. I know. But is she like, still married though? Yes, she's still okay, married, okay. so that's good. Maybe she'll talk to you when she's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm so sorry, but we have a show in Omaha. Like, I can't make it. Like, I can't do it. Like, and I, if I could have planned ahead, but, like, it was kind of a late invite anyways. So, yeah. I'm like, I can't, like, cancel a show. That's that's how I feel yeah. right now because, you know, my, my nephew's going to graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. And... We, we're going to be in San Diego, like, playing gigs, and I'm just like, I, I, I can't, you know? Yeah, no, and he'll understand one day. Like, Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh, we always say. Right. Like, they'll yeah. get it one they'll day. Get it. They when, will. When they're hitting us up for money, they'll, you know. Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So what's a, what's a city you guys always look forward to going, bef- you know, talking outside of here, of course, your hometown? Ooh. Well, our hometown has treated us so well since, like, the pandemic has... Oh, or since we've opened up again, like I, like all of our shows, like everybody has just been so cool and amazing, and yeah. it's been awesome. But uh, I really love Bismarck, North Dakota, Beaumont, Texas. Oh God, um, Bozeman, Bozeman, Montana, all yes. the bees. Bozeman, Montana, uh, Minneapolis. I would say those are my four. Oh, Joliet, yeah. Joliet, Illinois. Yeah. Hey, so like, again, thinking about like the music that you guys make and the crowd that it would bring, I would never think you know the dakotas or yeah. montana yeah but, but it's, they're deprived of and that's you do. The, that's the general mindset it's like why would you go to minot north dakota and it's because the people there they want and need music just like fucking you know austin texas or seattle does yeah. but they have a lot of people who are skipping over it so when we go there they're grateful they yeah. express their gratitude they're they're stoked they're all kind humble people so nice like yeah. and, and when we go in the summer the weather is amazing like everything about it is like why would you not go there yeah, yeah it's amazing know? yeah you're leaving it on the table at that point can you can you bleep the name of the city so uh, other bands don't uh, get the get the steal our ideas <laughs> I know, <right>? just <laughs> it's like it's like shouting out like a really good restaurant the next next time you go there it's just packed it's, it's like oh, damn it i, I mean, know it's not cool anymore i mean good, good good for you guys you're being busy and all that right. but like damn it now i can't yeah. get my reservation <laughs> yeah there's i could list off town there's it's very rare we don't there's only two towns we don't like 
everywhere else is amazing. Ooh, so. yeah. two towns. Yeah. All right, we'll leave that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll but say I'm not going to give a such, shit. <laughs> we have such a good time out there. Like, every town has its, like, benefits. and Yeah, and we didn't know how this last tour was going to be, uh, you know, since lockdown and shit. Like, mm-hmm. we had no idea. It's like, is this going to be a waste of our time? Are people still going to be, like, super hesitant to come out? And it was... Uh, probably one of the best tours so we've had. I think it's hitting harder, right? Yeah, it Everybody's was amazing. Been deprived, it was so one of the best three-week runs we've had, and uh, people aren't taking it for granted. And it was, yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah, you guys did Texas. Yeah, we did uh, what uh, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, Florida in oh, three shit. weeks, and Oklahoma. Yeah, uh-huh. we got around. Yeah, because you, <laughs> oh, you guys, that was the hot sauce story of Tulsa. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. was this this tour. We uh we stopped and we got some in Oklahoma City too. We didn't play in Oklahoma City, but we stopped there and then we went to Tulsa and got some. And so did you, did you guys fuck around with uh, the Hatch in uh, New Mexico? Oh, you know it. Yeah. One oh. of our favorite uh, hot sauce companies, uh, Taos Hum, is from Taos, New Mexico. Like oh they they, they do some good work in New Mexico. That yeah. is amazing. But yeah, any chance we get to like go get some fresh Hatch chilies and stuff like here, you can find it sometimes. It's not the same, though. Like, there you can get the fresh stuff. Yeah, you're rolling down the street, oh. and you see pe- them roasting them in these giant, like, roasters Ooh. that they have to spin, and you just smell Amazing. it, and it's, yeah. One time we drove through Hatch on accident, which I, I don't know how, what route we were on, because now we haven't done it, and I wish we drove through it again, but, like, we don't have time to go all the way. I don't know where we were going, but we drove through, and every single house and building just had Hatch chilies on the roofs, just yeah. drying out mm-hmm. and getting ready to... It was so cool. Oh. So amazing. It's that yeah. whole culture. Damn. Yeah. It was so oh so good. Yeah. Everywhere has like it's so interesting how everyone has their different types of hot sauces and stuff too, like depending where you are. It's just so much fun. Like yeah. to see the difference. It's yeah, is it because what's what's the main hot sauces? I guess like they're 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 vinegar based mm-hmm. or are what pepper based? Uh, usually, yeah, like I'm, a pepper mash. Uh huh. But vinegar is definitely uh, pretty pervasive in, in most hot sauces, um, just to kind of stabilize it, and it go, and it really adds kind of uh, a lot of. It's either I think vinegar, pepper mash, or fruit are well, the main well, ones. Vinegar and pepper mash aren't mutually exclusive. Most things like yeah. Tabasco and stuff, it, it's all it's it is is vinegar and a, and, and, and a mash, which is like just. Uh, fermented peppers and salt. But there are a lot of hot sauces now that are kind of anti-vinegar because they, they want them, like, some people just hate the taste of vinegar. Like, yeah. it's so funny. Tabasco is, like, my number one. And, like, people are like, oh, I don't like it. It tastes like vinegar. I literally do not taste vinegar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I those little it. bottles as kids. You would just get those and just yeah, slam them. so man. good. And what's not, so we, when, we, when we're touring, we, there's two types of hot sauces. You know, there's the vinegar-based ones, uh, the ones that we can pop open while we're on tour and then leave the bottle in the in the car like i've got a huge bottle of tabasco in my van at all times and then there's some other ones that you know it's not going to go bad yeah but exactly. if it's a uh, super pepper based a lot of fruit in it and low on the vinegar we can't open it until we get home because yeah, we, we have, have to refrigerate to it so, Somet- we, so you're just sitting there staring yeah, like, at it I yeah can't wait to fucking try that shit yeah sometimes you have to wait for months like, like the sauce is just doing this to you <laughs> i know yeah. it is <laughs> yeah and i guess some of them the, the creamy ones are more of an oil base too that's how they get that like creamy like some of the green creamy ones that's mm-hmm. more of an oil like a palm oil type thing yeah what's the um the other thing uh pepper extract right yeah i guess yeah we try not to fuck around with those too much yeah. we like the the natural yeah that's what mm-hmm. yeah so that's what i was gonna say because it, it's more of a what synthesized yeah and it's usually used for sauces that are just basically like a gimmick like butthole fucker or something like that where it's like names like that it's messed up yeah it's like anus pillage or something you know like where it's like yes it's gonna be hot but you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy it it's not gonna be something you're gonna want to put on 
more than one stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, more exactly. than one thing. And yeah. uh, so we like the the craft ones that are going to actually accentuate the meal, whether they're hot or not. Like it's part of the uh, experience instead yeah. of just ones that are just going to like make you regret mm-hmm. your decisions. That's, that's what I got in the fridge right now. My buddy gifted me a bottle of Da Bomb, and I'm just like, oh, <sighs> it's nasty. Yeah. Oh ta- my god! It tastes nasty. Yep. It hurts. Did yeah. you try it yet? Yeah. Well, I did the Hot Ones Challenge oh, cool. back in 2020 when we were closed down. I had a bunch of buddies come through, and, oh, nice. uh, and we did we did that. And uh, yeah, that one that one that one killed for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't fuck around. <coughs> we you know, uh, it's, it's, it's what it is for a reason. We were doing the Twitch thing during uh, lockdown where we would cook every Tuesday, and then like if people tipped us certain amounts, we would do challenge things. Oh yeah, yeah. And we had to do a shot of half the bomb. And half uh, the last dab. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Each a shot each, and it was the worst. It, well, not not anymore. At the anymore. time, At the time that was the worst thing I've yeah. ever experienced. Uh, but we've done. It's we've gotten done, worse. We've done worse, but Whoa, a yeah. shot of we're, the bomb and the final dab. We're it, done dude, doing spicy challenges, challenges for a while. We, the last <laughs> thing we did was this, uh, the world's hottest gumball, and. Uh, I had to talk Bentley out of going to the hospital. I thought I was gonna like it was so it's like do not call an ambulance. Bad. You're gonna yeah. be okay. It, I didn't think I was like I we the whole challenge was just to blow one bubble, and it's a it's oh, a gumball it's like yeah, oh, the, the, but it's like a pink gumball. It doesn't smell like spicy or anything. It smells like a normal pink gumball that's like in one of those cute Bazooka little wrappers. Joe, yeah, fucking. Uh, we we do that. We do the. Did you blow the bubble? I blew the tiniest bubble. I blew a good size. Bubble. I had to get it the fuck out of my mouth. Cause you're eating like the hot chip and stuff. You're chewing it. You're swallowing it. Yeah. That's it. With this, Ugh. to blow a bubble, you, you have, have to rub to, it on everything. Yeah, you have to penetrate it and fuck it with your tongue, and then it's every inch of your tongue every is covered. Every true. And yeah. then your lips too, because you're blowing it out. Yeah. We, we had spit cups because like we, if we swallow our saliva, we're gonna get sick. I and so, swallowed it on accident. Yep. We both threw and up. It Ooh. threw up all I, night. I so I couldn't even be on the stream anymore. My stomach, it just felt like my mouth was like I can handle spicy my mouth as my yeah. stomach. Yeah, it no. felt like someone stabbed me. Mm-hmm. Like it was the worst pain I've ever felt. I laid on the couch and my entire body was sweating. Like I swear my eyeballs were sweating. Yeah. He threw up on the it, couch. I threw on up, himself. Yeah, on my I, I I was in so much pain I didn't even care that I was throwing up on myself. <laughs> and I'm like very clean. Like I'm a very, very, very clean person. And I was just throwing up on anything. It didn't matter. And then I was laying on the ground. I threw up on the ground. And then I finally, like, crawled upstairs and got in the shower. And then I get in bed and I throw up in my bed. Like, it was the worst thing. It was so painful. One star? Zero. Zero. Negative. (laughs) Don't fucking do it. It was so bad. It's not funny. It's not a joke. I I was at home in my shower, like throwing up and moaning and my roommate just thought i was in there like jacking it or something and she's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm dying yeah, she's like why are you moaning like, wait wait so, so you do you normally throw up when you jack off is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's just i was just moaning from pain i was literally you couldn't do anything but go like this yeah my girlfriend bless her she she was on the phone with me the whole time and I'm just moaning on the you phone. Can't sit and still so you're rolling over. Yeah, and she's like, and I'm forth. so sorry. And I'm just moaning. And I was like, you don't have to be on the phone with me. But she was like worried. And I was just like, uh, uh. And she's like, Are you, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, I can't. Like, I'm fine now. But like, and then uh, she ordered me a pizza. We like looked up what to eat to like have the pain go away. And it yeah. said like uh, Alfredo sauce, any dairy. Yeah, any And dairy. then like pineapple or something. So she ordered me a pizza to get delivered. 
and like I felt so bad I'm sure the guy thought I had COVID or something because he stood at the door she like paid ahead and tipped ahead so I thought he would just leave the pizza but he was standing there and I'm like oh my god so I go to the door looking like I'm dying <laughs> and I'm like I'm so sorry like I'm signing the receipt and I take one bite of pizza and just throw that up too damn like it was the worst when did you start feeling better like 10 oh, hours later like I think 20 yeah. hours late, like the next evening like, uh, the next day just felt like a hangover. Like, that night, I'm, like, canceling all my plans for the next day. Like, mm-hmm. it was the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, the next day was still terrible. Anytime you moved, <clears throat> your stomach just, like, hurt more. But then if you didn't move enough, like, it, it was, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it was just wow. so painful. Yeah, I thought the hot chip, the Pocky one-chip yeah, challenge, was pretty bad. I thought that was fucking rough. And mm-hmm. I threw up from that. But, like, I would eat I 10 of those. <laughs> I would eat 10 of those happily before Whoa. I did a gumball. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same. Really? Yeah. Because so that gumball was just a fucking extract at that point, right? Yeah. It had to be because there was no smell. There was no smell to it. So it had to have been all yeah. extract. Yeah. Just layered and layered. Wow, man. <laughs> yeah. And then two days after the gumball, I got my wisdom teeth out. And I tweeted at the gumball people. And I was like, I'd rather get my wisdom teeth out like 20 times oh, than nice. eat your gumball. And then they tweeted back. And they were like, this sickly makes us really happy. Yeah, or this, <laughs> this is the best review we've ever gotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't. I would rather get all my teeth ripped out. Like, it, it didn't a, compare at all. That is a good review, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing something right, I guess. So you yeah. did the chip challenge? Yeah, at work. Oh. Yeah, because my buddy, um, he's the one that did the, uh, there was like 10 of us that did the Hot Ones challenge. And he is like, he's like, yo, look what I got. And he brought three to work. Yeah. And um, my friend, uh, my friend Daphne, who's um, uh, a, a trans woman. Nothing. Really? Nothing wrong. I was like, she, ha- she yo, can handle she's it, been huh? on the podcast a couple times. Love her. Yeah, we're, we're, we're friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. She didn't have a problem no, with that? No problem. I was like, are you half bird? Because, you know, birds aren't really yeah. affected by peppers. What? Like the capsaicin. Took it. Nothing. No, I mean, she took a bite. She didn't take the whole chip. Uh-huh. Like Still, else, the, a bite is... Yeah, Still I made not. the mistake of having an empty stomach, so it just it uh, hit, and so I ended up throwing up. But, like, yeah, it was... It was awful. I coated my stomach with bread, and I had a whole like cup like this size of ice cream, and I still was in pain. But not nothing compares to the I, gumball. I so. ate the. I, I went an hour without drinking any, drinking or eating anything after the chip. So no I made way. it all the, the whole hour. He made oh, that's the whole beast. hour. I did beast. No, no, I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like 30 seconds after, and I was like, I gotta get something. Same. I think I made it 55 seconds. I, I was like, fuck this. I did do the hot ones challenge without anything, though. I did yeah. it completely dry. Uh, I took some water beforehand, and I was surprised. I looked back afterwards, and I was like, I don't think I had anything. I played back the video because we were streaming on YouTube. And then um, the other thing I was surprised about is that I usually get the hiccups. Like, even if I'm, I, I love tapatio. Tapatio is what I grew up on. So I throw that shit on everything. And if I throw too much on there, I'll get the hiccups. Oh, weird. So, like, the whole, the whole time I was like, when are these hiccups coming? When are these hiccups coming? Never came. Oh, I was wow. like, I'm like, I don't know what, how that happened, but I was thankful because that would have been so annoying oh, for right. anybody the listening. Whole stream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, usually, I mean, I don't know when I'll do another challenge again that, that, that it's that extreme because every time we've done a challenge on Twitch, I have to leave the stream. It'll have to be for money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, the one, it was for money that one time, but not enough yes. money. Yeah, how, many, no. how many zeros are we talking about? Oh, now? my God. I, I wouldn't do the gumball for less than a million dollars. Wow. I, like, he said he'd do it for, I don't know, like... I'd do it for a hundred thousand. Uh, I don't know. It was like I feel like if you do it again, you might pass away or something. Like it was. Well, I would. It prepa- was bad. I would prepare my body a little better. I would do the Homer uh, Simpson and drink candle wax. I think it like I think it actually did like 
damage my body though because like yesterday i had thai food and it wasn't that spicy yeah, but my to. stomach it, it like to. killed my you stomach might, it might have just given you an ulcer immediately i think so because like yesterday it was fine like it wasn't even that spicy in my mouth and then my stomach was like dying afterwards and i was like no but it's, like it definitely caused i mean i still i'll go hard sometimes because like, i have a ton of hot sauces but like i it has definitely affected the yeah. amount of like yeah. insanely spicy things that i eat yeah 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 I'm, yeah I'm i'm there i'm there too to an extent yeah for sure but i love it i love it yeah <laughs> I, mean, I'll ne- I still put hot sauce on every meal oh same i yeah. can't like i can't do it without it that's true that's true i'm right there with you guys awesome man um so we play <clears> music <throat> too i know I was, <laughs> I was literally thinking that i was like well, i had you guys on we play music and and it's been all about hot sauce which is great this is what i love about this we're just having a conversation yeah, that's I all know. it is man. Great. that's awesome. all it is <laughs> Um, so what what uh, what shows do you have coming up that you, maybe you want to kind of promote? Oof, we, have uh, any. we have a single. I don't know when this is coming out, but we have a single and a music video coming out on May thirteenth this Friday. Uh, oh, it's wow. called "It's Coming Back." So if this comes out after, it, it's out now. So it's check it out. out. Now, yeah. Anyways, it's yeah. the thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. No rush. We're not trying to rush you to edit it. I'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> but if not, uh, it's out. It's, it's, it might it's be a, out. Yeah. If it's after the thirteenth, it's out everywhere. The music video is on YouTube. It's fantastic song, fantastic music yeah, video. Just at yeah, at Snailmade on uh, Spotify and YouTube and all that stuff. Uh, but as far as shows, well, we're I'm going on tour with uh, my other band, Moody Black. Um, all summer, we're opening for Pusifer, which oh, I don't shit. like talking about because it's awkward but um he's gonna be playing uh, huge shows all right. summer yeah. yeah and then snailmates hitting the road I'm again be sitting at home weeping <laughs> snailmates hitting the road again I'm gonna block uh, you don't on you Insta- need a roadie <laughs> i'm gonna block you on instagram when you're on tour so you don't have fomo yeah right <laughs> um don't tell me anything about it i don't want to talk to you <laughs> uh snailmates hitting the road again on Wait, august so, so 17th. On, that, on those shows that you're doing are you playing synth <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> um i'm i'm leaving oh <laughs> i don't need this shit yeah but I come home, uh, the Moody Black tour is through, like, July 10th and with Pusifer, and then they they go home. And then Moody Black and my solo project, Titty Graveyard, are touring from Seattle to Minneapolis. And then uh, I come home for three weeks, we practice, 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 and then we hit the road on August 17th, and we're doing the West Coast and the Midwest but, so uh, this for a month. Is, this is the longest we will have without a, a, a Snailmate show. Even during the pandemic, we did a ton of live yeah, streams and practice and shit. you guys are doing tons of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, gonna, well, the practices are good because, again, you guys' timing signatures, you have quick changes, and you got to be on point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be weird, but we have a bunch of... The whole time I'm gone, we have a, a music video and a release once a month. Uh, we pre, pre God, you guys uh, recorded music it. videos. Our next release is June 10th uh, for our song Trash, Baby. Trash mm-hmm. Baby, uh, June 10th, that'll be coming out with the music video and the single. And then July, we have uh, another one coming out. So uh, we'll be busting out stuff the oh, whole yeah. time. You won't even know we're gone. No, it's seriously. We it's won't like, be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, like, how can you sit down? I mean, obviously, you have to have a direction once you get the song going. But it's like, you guys are just literally like, let's just go. Let's just go. Like, write this shit down. Yes. Let it come through us. And then we'll figure it out on the back end. Let's just fucking play. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. Like, I book a tour and I'm just like, hey, these are the dates we're going. And he go like, I don't really ask him. I mean, we kind of like, this is the video we're going to go. But, like, I'm like, oh, we booked a show. Be there. Like, we have the very same mindset that, like, unless there was, like, an emergency, like, we're not going to miss it. So, 
Yeah, the only time we miss shows is like injuries or like he had COVID. Injuries, huh? You've yeah. been injured on on stage before? Um, it's usually getting off the stage in my <laughs> yeah. advanced in my advanced age. I hurt myself the other night. Yeah, just just getting just moving. Well, you have that big stand though, that keyboard stand, right? Yeah, everything's heavy. Our, our subwoofer's so heavy. heavy. You know, oh, you guys do need to take your own sub because you guys are fucking. Yeah, hitting. and we'll play some venues. Like we love playing smaller DIY places, so we'll want to play places where. Um, uh, we, w- we just want to be able to play we anywhere. We want to play anywhere. So, so like, if, if need be, we always have a subwoofer with us. So if if the house system can't handle it, like <laughs> my keyboards will always have that that bump. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's important. Yeah, it's important to feel music. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's heavy. And that's why the live stream thing over the uh, the pandemic was rough because like if it's your first experience with Snailmate, unless you're turning up your speakers at home so loud where you need earplugs which some people did yeah they said they like the, put our live not, stream through a system you're, <laughs> otherwise you're not getting the snail mate experience live like when you're pl- watching snail mate live bentley's fucking snare drum is so fucking loud that you feel yeah. it physically yeah. oh yeah you know <laughs> and so like if your first experience with us was like on your fucking phone like watching a live stream like no, it's not the same. No, it's literally not. I had that thought on the way here because, again, like I said, like when I when I suggest you guys to like friends, I'm like, here's our music, but you got to see them live. Right. It's different. It's, it's it is. It's any any form of entertainment like that. Like you can watch somebody breathing fire, you know, on YouTube, and he's like, wow, that's crazy. But when you're seeing it in person, stand up comedy, uh, maybe watching a movie in a big packed theater where everybody shuts the fuck up and you know is is loud at the right moments, you know, it, it's just it hits different. Yeah. My girlfriend was like, oh, yeah, you guys, are, you guys are really good. She showed a bunch of her friends my music, but for like a month and a half, she had never seen us live. She'd only seen records, and she's like, yeah, they're great, they're great. And then she saw us live, and she's like, oh, my God. Like, she, like it freaked her out. She's like, you guys are so, like, so good. It's, oh, it's so good live, and that's what, it's, and that's what we want. And it's recording. Yeah, we We're having a blast recording this album, but it's so hard to translate. Yeah. To a, an it, hour. it is it's just not the same. Well, and I, I tell folks too. It's like you know, I, I I have a pretty big wide range of music that I like and I appreciate. But when you see it live, you appreciate it that much more. Or like like if somebody yeah. told me it's like, hey, if you check these guys out, there, th- this is what they do. I might be like, oh, okay. But now that I like I was able to see it and feel it, you know, that's the mm-hmm. big thing, the feeling it. Um, yeah, it's like I emphasize to everybody. I was like, you guys yeah. gotta oh, check them out. Man. And that being yeah, said, I hate listening to live albums. Yeah, really? like if I'm on Spotify and I'm listening to a band I like and like a live track comes says on, I the, skip it. Says the guy I, who I, has a live album. Yes. I know. I love yeah. the live albums because I love how I love noticing the weird nerdy stuff about how people do sing in different keys live or like change things. Yeah. The arrangements I, different. I love hearing the difference. So I personally like both. It yeah. is good, but you do have a good point. But that's so that's that reminds me of this uh, this meme I saw of a Venn diagram where it was like um, music music I like and it's like music that's smooth music that's jazz and they overlap and then it's smooth jazz down here by itself <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, like listen i like it if it's if it's that and then it happens to overlap but if you're specifically yeah. making that i don't uh, like it that's so right? funny yeah and it's hard you know because uh so so much like when you hear new music on the radio or on spotify you're hearing the studio album mm-hmm. you know you hear it in the studio and then so when you see a band live you're like finally i get to see i get to see this live and a lot of times you know it's like it's different and you appreciate that or sometimes it just really doesn't live up to your expectations but for most people who see like snailmate their first experience is live because we're not a popular band on the radio they happen to see us at a show when they're going to like see their homies maybe or something and then so we have to live up to the live show with an album whereas most 
popular music, I feel like, is trying to recreate the album recreate with a live show. Album. Yeah. Yeah, no, the live show is completely different. It's supposed to be unique each time. Right. Um, a track that comes to mind is Seek and Destroy by Metallica. I hate the recorded version, but I grew up listening to the Woodstock version, and that motherfucker hits. Oh, sweet. So That's there's awesome. a difference in that. But, like, again, your live shows are different because you, you freaking walk out into the crowd. Yeah, like, we both do. And yeah, then, and then I appreciate, like, like again, your, your, the hustle. Like, you, you, merch was completely laid out. Like, you guys had every, I was like, these guys even have a hot sauce. And when I first saw that, I was like, not to bring it back to hot sauce, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, I was like, what, what, what you had said, right? I thought you guys just maybe had a bottle, slapped the label on it, and there you go. But, no, like, you guys got in depth on it. So you see that difference you know with, with you guys and well thank you yeah man. we don't play we, with tracks we don't play yeah. to a click so some shows afterwards <laughs> we're like fuck, that was too fast fuck, we played that really fucking fast <laughs> and then some shows were like all right we're gonna like chill this one out and it's gonna be like we're gonna like purposely like try to make it like a, a smoother experience and then and, the crowd hits yeah and then so like every time like it's it's scary because we don't have like that that safety net but that's what makes the live show fun yeah you know like and we've been really trying to work hard on this new album we're working with ari from lava lake studios and we've been working on it for almost three years um and we've been trying to get it to match at least better i, I it's never going to be the same as a live <laughs> show but we're working so much harder on this album to have it at least be like here is a better representation than like some of our older stuff but yeah, like we've also grown into ourselves a lot more so we, we know yeah we had the tendency mm. for years to like when we would go into the studio and play the song we would be, because of the the laid back nature of the studio we'd record it slow and then we'd hear it later and be like this is half the speed of how we play it live this yeah. is fucked up so we've been, we can't show people this yeah and some of it's a little slower but like that still makes a live show fun but like everything's kind yeah. of more upbeat it's a and conscious effort yeah it's it's been it's really like, exciting to make and we're doing a music video for every song at some we will have a music video for every song not every song is going to be a single but uh there'll be a music video for every song on this album too which is something we didn't do in the past because we were so busy touring which is a positive <clears throat> of having lockdown and stuff we found new things that we were lacking before like we didn't really have any music videos or anything before mm. lockdown i had time to gotcha. animate an entire music video that's yeah. true ever yeah so now we're working with other cool local uh artists that are really good at film and stuff like that and just like supporting local people doing their thing and it's been a really great experience to that's huge, have videos and so stuff. will you have will it be available like as a download as well like like all your videos with the album like how would that work uh, i was it? actually planning on i'm, uh, I'm uh, gonna try and figure out how to make uh, a vhs release yes yeah, so we're gonna oh, do a vhs really? release we're gonna <laughs> attempt we, we still champion cassettes and we sell a lot of cassettes and we try yeah. to make our cassettes you know I did notice that. that's right you do have that. yeah and, and like, we're gonna have vinyl for this album and stuff um we're gonna have a vinyl for one of the singles as well um, so we'll do a six inch or seven inch or whatever it is, and then the full length album. Dude, you guys need to have that old TV with the VCR input and have that playing on your merch table. Yes, you guys need to do that. That's the plan. Once yeah. we get a bigger van, right now our van can't handle any more stuff. But <laughs> I would love to have that. But uh, my plan is to do like a hundred copies of VHS with all of our music videos, and then a live show. We got a really good live show recording at uh, Gorilla Red Gorilla Studios in uh, Albuquerque, okay. and like they just killed it with the video and audio and stuff. Um, and it's phenomenal. So I want to do a VHS that has the whole live show and then all of our music videos. So nice. It'll be super, super dope. I just got reminded. I got to. I got to call the record guy after this. Yeah, I was. I was gonna remind you after this. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just. I just put a reminder on my phone. Yeah, yeah do that now. <laughs> and don't do that. Like, yeah, I'll remember to do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Fucking put that motherfucker in. Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I will forget. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's been fun. I actually fly out to Minneapolis next Saturday, the day after our release, for it's coming back. 
For um, the is it uh, Moody, Moody Blacks? Yeah. What you said? Yeah, so I'll be flying up to Minneapolis to practice for two weeks before the tour. But in between that two weeks, I'm actually flying home for two days. Um, I'm going to the studio for my solo stuff. And then we have a whole day where we're going to film a music video. So we have something to release in July. Yeah. Because... Uh, Otherwise, we wouldn't have had anything to release. So I'm like literally flying home for a day to re- like film a music video. So nice. who who does uh, most of your videos? Uh, this uh, one coming out on Friday is uh, Yellowbox Studios. Corey, he's super awesome. He also did our Christmas uh, music video, which was awesome. Uh, it's very dark. If you like dark humor, it's a great one to check out on YouTube. But uh, this one has a lot, the this one coming out is pretty dark too. Yeah, and then uh, our other one that's coming out on Friday. Or oh, sorry, that one was Corey. I'm getting confused because we recorded them in different order. But yeah. uh, oh, uh, gotcha. uh, Chase A. Warren has done uh, the one that's coming out June 10th, and he'll be doing the one that's coming out in July too. And yeah, he is so talented. Which is also kind of pretty dark. It is. Yeah, yeah it is dark. <laughs> you guys have a theme. Yeah. Right. yeah, Donuts in the Rain was pretty dark too. Yeah, he killed it though. Uh, he had uh, his VFX friend put our heads on spikes, and they're like bleeding while he's rapping. It's really cool. Oh so, damn! Yeah, that oh. comes out June 10th. Trash baby. Trash, mm-hmm. trash, comma. Yes. trash, comma, trash baby. comma, baby. And then the, it's coming back! Exclamation mark. Is. Yes. So we got it's punctuation in two songs. Yeah. Which I don't know how that's going to work for algorithms and stuff, but they're there. It was his idea, oh, yeah, dude. Hey, <laughs> just go, man. It'll, <laughs> it'll find its way. Right. right. Exactly. Oof, uh, yeah, we got. Are we slaves to the algorithms? I mean, right. they change yes all no. the time. It's it's nuts. You can't keep up. And the way it's weighed, what, what, what they weigh, I guess, because yeah. they're, they're always having to take all the aggregated information from users and then be like, oh, we can maximize it here. And you've been planning for this route this whole time, and mm-hmm. then now now you're finding out that oh, they they pivoted. Yeah, they're like, oh, put your hashtags here, put them here, do this, don't. Edit don't your tag photo. Anyone. Not tag yeah. anyone. Yeah, they're like, don't edit your photo in the app. Like on Instagram, sometimes if you edit your photo in the app, they like knock it down. Really? But yeah, they do weird. But it's only sometimes. What? Yeah, it's weird. I do that and shit all the time. Yeah, depend. Like <laughs> that's some, what they, that's, you're supposed to, right? Well, some, but they change it. So sometimes they're like, you should have it edited already. So like they have weird things they change. So are, so every time you need to edit it, so you just repost it, I guess. Just delete it, copy everything that you had, and repost it. Yeah. I guess. Apply the filters <laughs> and the fucking. Yeah, it depends. I've just started editing stuff out of it, or like a lot of the photos we've posted recently, the photographer edited already, and they don't want us to touch it, um, which has helped because then we don't have to do it in there. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, if you're using the app, I would either use a different app to edit it, or just yeah, kind of edit. And then um, what I've done in the past is edit it, screenshot it, and then delete all that, and then repost it. But so you never actually posted it. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes they can tell if you've posted the picture before. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the fucking thinking is behind that. I, I don't think they even know, it's to be the honest. AI, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. It's fighting those algorithms. Mm-hmm. I think I think the main focus they have is they just want your money and they want you to pay. <clears throat> oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So if they change it all the time and you can't figure out what it is, then you're going to pay. Ah. Yeah. So you need to have, like, your contact with Instagram, with which each freaking app like snapchat you need to have a corresponding yeah. salesperson there <laughs> yeah oh my god like all that <laughs> yeah so frustrating and this is why it's hard because we're just two people yeah and we, and we screen print uh he makes all the art or uh it's either him or james R. uh J- james R. james hunt uh no xed nxoed on instagram uh, so it's those two making the art, and then I screen print everything. Well, I mean, he made he drew us a few snails, but like I'm doing all the layouts, I'm yeah. I'm making all the so like he's drawn drawn his things at the time, but like he doesn't like do stuff for us. Yeah, but he's yeah. still drawing the stuff. He made us our own font. 
that Kalen put into the program so you can download our font for free. Is that the one on the snail, snail mate shirt um, that I have? Which one is that one? The one with like the eye here? Uh, that is, I think that's just that's a normal a different, font. a different Yeah, font. Uh, I'll send it to you, but you can yeah. download our font for free, which is oh, cool. Oh, dope. Yeah, I'll fucking yeah. take that shit. And you just type with it. But yeah, so yeah. I'm doing all the art and layouts and writing and stuff like that. And then Bentley's screen printing. And then we're also trying to promote on, you know, Instagram and do all these things. And like, so much. and document, like we're in the studio tomorrow. And it's like, we really want to document the whole thing. But like, I don't want to be like this the whole fucking time. And yeah. I don't, you know, like, and so like, it's really, we're, it's hard with two people. And then he books all the tours, you know, and, and so, then we physically mail out like tour flyers to every venue and stuff and, and, and sometimes uh, it's like man i really wish we had some fucking help yeah <laughs> but it, it's been like the especially the tour flyer thing that takes a lot because we handwrite like uh i never read people's tour flyers when they send out one that has all the dates like i'm just not going to find the date on there so i write out the date for the specific town on each one yeah. and then we find like random uh record stores in every town to mail them out to as well and this last tour we did it as a test to see if it worked and then people were literally at the show that were like we love you we didn't even see you on instagram or anything that you were coming we saw a flyer like at a at a record store the old school yeah old school. so God like it's worth it. doing but it's such an extra set like it just it's not even hard work it's just tedious tedious so exactly. it's like there's so much work that just takes up hours of the day and with two of us it's like hard but uh Luckily, my mom will help with stuff. I'll be like, Hell mom, yeah, can you help dude. me like fill out stuff and do whatever? So will you fold yeah. these shirts? Yeah, or, like when my girlfriend's in town, she'll help with whatever kind of stuff we need. Like she helped me pick outfits for our last photo shoot and stuff like that. Nice. So yeah. yeah, you say going back home. Where's home? Home. Did I say that? I thought you said you're gonna go home for a bit, and then I think it was after uh, Minneapolis. Oh, here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, it's funny you say that. I'm actually from St. Paul originally. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, so we'll be on that tour. We're touring back to Minneapolis. I'll do my solo stuff. And then I'm uh, going to hit Texas for a week to see my girlfriend and celebrate my birthday. And then I'll be back here. Um, I live in North Phoenix. He lives in South Phoenix. Um, and then we'll just be practicing for like three weeks till we get ready for tour. So, gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. I mean, are you from Arizona? Oh, uh, yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. Same here, man. Is it weird? Have you been to the Grand Canyon? Uh, when I was like 10. Oh, I've never been. I've been meaning to go, That's but so I, I, I want to go again. I know it's weird. People, like, it's not close. It's not convenient it's not. to go. It's like six or seven hours or yeah. something. Uh, so, yeah, people assume that, oh, you're living in Arizona. Like, you what? I drive past the Grand Canyon on my way to work every day? Like, no. Like, <laughs> I haven't I been in a while. It's only four hours. Well, it's only about what's Flagstaff is what? Two? two? Yeah. Oh, it might be four hours. Yeah, because I or, or three and a half. Because me and my girlfriend, we were actually going to go to Antelope Canyon, and we had reservations, uh, which you have to make months in advance. And I forgot that they have a time change on the reservation, so we totally missed. We drove. That's four hours Antelope Canyon, but that's up in by Page. Um, Wait, we, so you drove up there and couldn't get it? Yeah, we access? We, yeah, because it was an hour uh, later, and we totally missed it. And uh, so then we drove. I think two did hours. You, did to you the, say we're sorry? Can we still come in? They, they, <laughs> it was like very strict rules, but uh, it was also the last the last one of the day so we missed it but um, oh got you so we ended up driving two hours of the grand canyon from there and then i think it was an hour and a half to flagstaff we ate dinner and then two hours home so i think it's only three and a half four hours to the grand canyon yeah flagstaff is too yeah. bad of a drive i just made that one um for like the first time in forever like on my own wasn't that bad yeah it's not bad at all no so it's almost like going to tucson yeah yeah it's nice it's, it's nice super weird. nice up there man yeah it's great we love the Monty V. Love playing there. Yeah, we love it's a good Flagstaff. Spot. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we just played um, Flagstaff Brewery. Oh, little, sweet. Little spot there. I think we're supposed to be up there soon to play the outside stage. 
great layout uh, on the outside. Like, just looks super retro. Awesome. Um, that's gonna be fun, man. I need to get it back up there. Yeah. Sweet. It will be. I know. I want to go there. I mean, I love going there when we're playing, but I want to go there and like hang out. Yeah, just the hang. Yeah, because it's literally that. That was my, my my first experience in Vegas. My cousin was dating a UFC fighter in the the, the reality show, and so like. When I got back, they're like, "How was Vegas?" I was like, "I, I couldn't tell you, dude. I literally, I went, <laughs> we showed up, went to the weigh-ins, went to dinner, went home, got breakfast the next morning with him and his family, and then the fights start at like two, yeah. so we we're there all night, and then you get wrecked because you're there pretty much all day, you're drinking, but then you're invested on the guy inside the cage. You know, it's one thing that to be like, like I'll an be emo- it's an emotional journey. He, bro, I was wiped. I, I didn't even stick around for the main event. I literally <laughs> stepped out in the hallway. I was just like, because he ended up winning too. Like one of the decision, I was just like, oh my god, and 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 we grabbed Panda Express, went home, and then left the next day. I was like, yeah, <laughs> dang. Yeah, you're not getting the, the Vegas experience. And yeah, it's the same thing when we're on. <laughs> this when last we're on time tour, we were, yeah. Last time we were in fucking Vegas, we went. We were supposed to play this one venue. We bring everything in, set up the PA for them. The first band starts playing. Set up the, merch, set up our drums, everything. The, Sorry. Everything. The first band starts playing, and the fucking bartender's got a fucking bug up his ass. And he's like, oh, this is too loud. We don't want to do this tonight. And it's like, well, that, first of all, that's not your call. As a bartender at a music venue, I don't get to fucking say how loud the fucking show is. Yeah. But he's like, oh, this isn't the vibe tonight. Like, But it's like, well, we and just we, brought 30. There's 30 people standing outside in your parking lot right now trying to figure out what's going on because... You're not going to let us play. So you're missing out on a lot of business. So we ended up packing all our shit, finding another bar down the road at the very last minute, no going shit. there, setting up a PA there, playing in this tiny smoke-filled room, and it being this amazing experience. It was so great. Shout out to our friend Aaron from Chocolate Jesus. He hooked it up with that show. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Like, so that's all we did when we were in Vegas. We barely... Didn't even have time to eat, you know? And then we had to leave yeah. and be home the next day because this was the last show of our tour. It's like, we don't want to not be home for another day. Yeah. So, like, we and drove halfway home. And like, then we had a show in town, so it didn't even... Right. Yeah, but so it's like, always go, go, yeah, go. You don't get to have fun in Vegas. People are like, oh, <laughs> Vegas, baby. It's like, uh-uh. Yeah, same when we were in Austin. We did... Uh, uh, six shows in three days and then I had a solo show so I had seven shows in three days in Austin during South by Southwest and people are like how was Austin and it's like we literally saw the venue I'm was, working it was yeah. go to the venue set up merch set up play pack run to the next venue yeah we spent as much time in the car <laughs> yeah, one in day, Austin as than we did like yeah. standing up one day we had two shows the other day we threw our own all day festival so we, we were at our own festival all day and then the th- uh, third day we had three shows um, all over town so it was just like bam 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 and it's like yeah we wouldn't have it any other way but like yeah you don't yeah. get to see anything oh because people would think oh what if I was in Austin and you guys were playing like I'd, I'd be sitting there enjoying the city and it's like no we're, we're working this is yeah. a job people forget it. it's a job you exactly. know exactly yeah. and it, it's a passion it's something that you're wanting to do willing oh, to do God, but it's yeah. still yeah we're tour we're on tour but we're not tourists yeah and it's kind of nice sure. though because then you can kind of pick what towns you do want to go be touristy with and uh, me and my girlfriend are long distance so like we went to Austin for her birthday and like got to do like touristy stuff and yeah. have fun and like see Austin it was the first time I've like seen Austin and I've played there <laughs> 20 some times you know so it was really cool to actually like see stuff yeah <laughs> and this last tour we had some shit kind of go th- not fall through but like scheduling like only worked out one way so we had a single day off in Oklahoma City and that was a lot of fun we went like shopping and like explored a bunch of local artists we and had stuff a show like that. that night in Tulsa no we had a, a whole night off that was the day after Tulsa we had the whole day off because we drove to Austin oh to drive yeah. okay so uh, never mind 
We, oh, right. We, we drove to, all day on our day off. Yeah, <laughs> it was eight so, hours. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, oh, we had to be at the venue really late, so yeah. that's why we got to go shopping. Yeah, no, it was great. Though. They were like, loading is 10, and we were like, sweet, so we have all day to like look at stuff. Yeah. So, so many places are like, well, you need to be there at four to sound check. It's like, well, I have a six-hour drive to get there, so... And we don't yeah. want a sound check. Yeah, <laughs> we just want to fuck kick in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, we we'll do the sound check thing. We have to, but like it just never sounds the same, anyways. So yeah. we would just right. opt out and do a line check because we're pretty low go. maintenance. Any like, yeah. No matter what it sounds like, we're gonna go. We're not gonna ask for more or less in the monitor unless it's like detrimental. Yeah, and especially so like, you guys have your own system, so you're used to. You yeah, know, you know what it entails already. Yeah, and we're yeah. just three inputs, two it's, vocals and keyboards. Yeah, that's it. It's easy. That's yeah. What's um? What was the most difficult song to bring to production for you guys? Oh, oh, uh, like it was never quite ready, and then you were just like, maybe eventually you you either finally nailed it or you were just like, fuck it. There's been a few songs that we've attempted (laughs) to play live like a few times, and we're like, this isn't a live song, Uh, and I feel like there might be like one on this next album where we're gonna like we're gonna do it. But then after a couple shows, we're like, the stress is too much. Which the one? response isn't what we wanted. Mm. Like, uh, we have this amazing song on uh, Lo- Love in the Microwave called uh, Vacuum. Uh-huh. Yes. I was listening to it on the Dude, way here. that fucking song I love that rocks. Song. The recording's great. And it never... It was always... A stre- it was stressful to play just based on, like, the two different keyboard parts that I'm doing. The more backup vocals and singing than we're used to not and anymore it, but and then it never yeah, got yeah yeah <laughs> right? and then it never got the the crowd response that we were hoping for out of it how it like made us feel the re- recording so we're like this isn't worth us yeah. like playing live it was because it was just hard it's weird that one day i do want to make a music video and stuff for that song because i love that song but like yeah just do- some reason it just doesn't work it, like it doesn't sound like the pop hit it does on the album on the album i don't know yeah. i don't even know if that's the right word but I, lo- I think that song is just so poppy on the album and live it just doesn't do it i don't know yeah but like on this new album there's a couple that are i don't know we'll see right it's, it's, i mean the way that the industry goes and the way that like you want to like make things sound in the studio it really is it leads you to like have a lot of overdubs add mm-hmm. extra instrumentation mm-hmm. and then that puts the pressure on us like we were talking earlier, the live version of that, you want to reproduce it, you know, to an extent. So, yeah. but then that would mean that we have backing tracks and like a whole thing and we don't want that. So like, there's just going to have to be a stark difference between some songs that are in the studio and some songs live because yeah. we are like, I, but we there's, really a, there's a lot of pressure to want to have tracks because you see these bands and it's like, oh my God, they sound like, you know, there's 10 dudes up there and there's only four and that sounds awesome when it does. But a lot of times, you see and then it, but it feels fake yeah and so we want the song to sound epic but it, yeah it still needs to have that authenticity yeah. when you're performing it for sure so there's always that <laughs> pressure but I, I i really don't think we're ever gonna cave to it what do you think yeah. in like 15 years there'll be a snail mate acoustic live <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah probably yeah we want to do a bunch of different weird stuff yeah so yeah it'd be fun um this the i guess one song we have changed a bunch uh our song the waiter that started out as a really 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 painfully slow song and then it went to a the version you have on that album that's that's painfully slow but there's a version slower than that if you can imagine really? that which we took off the internet because it was so slow but we um, wrote it to be like if you're on our patreon you can get it to kind of be Ooh. like a smooth jazz yeah. elevator oh. song and it's like oh this is yeah. cool you know when we started it but now like it's 
horrible to play live. It's, it's just, so slow and not uh, like it's just clean keyboards and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we wrote another version of it that we play live now. You probably played at the show you we met you at. That was um, at the community. That was down the down the way from uh, Yucca. The collective. What is oh, it? Unity. Yeah, we, we probably. I think, like, I think no. no? When, but when we played with uh, when we played with Metropolis, man, that was way before. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. We now, now the waiter is a total metal screamo version with a big breakdown and like you could oh, mosh shit. to it. <laughs> like there's a whole breakdown at the end and it's like a totally moshable song. So at this point, you have what four versions of it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that one, <laughs> we just have some evolve like. Because people want us to play it, but then we get bored and we don't want to not play it, but we want to enjoy it too. Because you're, like, you're playing it yeah. day in and day out. Yeah, so we like have different things. But it was funny. Uh, we played at uh, Rhythm Room the other night. We opened for Green Jello, and one of our biggest fans slash bestie friends, Brad, um, he was like, "I still like the old version of the Waiter." And I'm like, "We'll play it for you sometime, Brad." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, a purist. He's so fan. funny. Yeah. Know, it's so I, funny. Yeah, my girlfriend's like, "That's my favorite song." Is it's like, Dang. of course, yeah, because it was like the. But it, it felt like the least authentic snail mate song because we weren't mm. screaming, we weren't going like we, like we like to go fast and have like high energy, yeah. and it was like the one song. That we'll bring it. it back someday. Yeah. Well, we, I mean that's there's this there's a it, that's a good thing to have that um, kind of switch it up a little dynamic. Bit. Yeah, know. yeah, there is because you know I never I never pictured being in like a straight up like blues and soul band kind of like Metropolis is now. Where it's like really soft, like because I would say like yeah, let's be upbeat, let's let's get the dance floor going, whatnot. But there's some songs where it's just like really like laid out blues, where it's just like dum dum. But it allows us to then, or allows you guys to then really crank it up, and those big breakdowns right. are that much that much heavier. It gives, they, oh, they, right, they, yeah. it gives the it set you know like room to breathe, and it you know gives the audience a chance to. But well, every we'll now and then, back, man, yeah. every now and then it's just good to just go up there and fucking melt faces and for that's an we, hour straight. Yeah, right. We, you know, we try to only play 25 to 30 minutes in our set, you know, and so we want it, the audience to be. See, that's good. Yeah. We want to give them yeah. like anxiety for half an hour and then be done. And so like it really And then it's just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then they're like, oh shit, it's over already. You know, and then we want to leave them wanting more. So it, I, and I agree with the letting the, the thing breathe, but like. Well, well, we'll have it come back. We had a funeral, like an official funeral for the waiter, the old version. But we'll Get have out a, of here. yeah, like there was a whole <laughs> ceremony and everything. Uh, That's awesome. And like our friend in California drew artwork for it, and like it was a whole big deal. Um, but we'll probably do like a the waiter has risen. Yeah, resurrection Lazarus they, right? project or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll have a show where we just play every version of the waiter. <laughs> uh, there you What's go. the? Uh, is there a song that's like emotionally taxing as far as like lyric lyrics like lyrics wise or something that really was like like deep? Um, you know, the the more I think about it, I was like going through some lyrics the other day, and uh, "Donuts in the Rain" is definitely an emotional song to play, despite its goofy name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a song coming out later this year called uh, "My Weird Gross Body," and that's a song about you know like kind of self-loathing and like dep- it's a song about depression. Basically, it's mm-hmm. like I wake up, I see myself, I get sad, I go to bed, and that oh, song. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes. And uh, yeah, that and that, but it it's we. It's got a lyrically, fun spin on it. Exactly. And so lyrically, some of these songs are really dark, but we want to make them fun. Like, we, they try to be funny. We try to make them fun. Tears so. for Fears did that with... Um, ain't that the whole thing with... Um, what's that? Dun, dun, dun. Mad World, right? Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, it's real upbeat. <laughs> the original is really upbeat. Yeah. Gary Jules redid it. But that's like... that's 
when you said that because I was like, oh wow, this is like a fun song about like, oh, I'm kind of like, ugh. Right. But now when you're saying that, I guess it's a heavy song to perform. I'm like, oh shoot, yeah. But so yeah, as long as we're we can be playing it quickly and like make and have fun doing it and like I can make goofy faces while singing the lyrics, like I don't. And and that's intentional because I I do I've seen some artists and I and I feel that way. It's like I can't imagine playing this every night because it's, it's being so, so sad, sad yeah, and like- so personal. So I don't get that too much because I we try to make it a uh, very succinct <laughs> and brief, but also be like we try to make it fun and loud. And and I can't help but like dance while doing it yeah and it's so fun that song we start and i'm getting everyone and i'm like i wake up i see myself i get sad and everyone's like yeah. I, remember, I remember chanting it yeah, yeah everybody's yeah. going and they're like yeah me too <laughs> like <laughs> can just laugh about it it's hilarious I, I literally i told that to somebody when i was telling them about you guys i was like dude they had a song where it was something about like i wake up i see myself i go back to bed like <laughs> i'm just like I'm like damn dude yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah, so we try to make it fun. Yeah, I love I love doing that song and watching everyone like smile, singing along, and I'm like, right now they're not sad, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I think people have an idea that if you're doing silly, fun music or just things like that, that you're not a deep, you know, a deep introspective person. And I'm like, I'd say it's kind of the opposite. Is if you're always just like, like, like singing sad songs and they I don't feel hear sad it. songs. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know, I, I'm really into like Tragic Country, like Lost Dog Street Band, um, Benjamin oh, nice. Todd, Matt Heckler. Like, like, I think they're some of the best lyricists right now about being just tragic, like country songs. Yeah. Like, not sad. I don't want like sappy sad. I don't, like some, some deep shit. But it's like, yeah, if you go into every town playing that and it's just so drowning. Yeah. I mean, I still love it, but as a performer, I think, yeah, eventually. You want to hear our Lost Dog Street Band uh, history? No. That's so cool. I mean, so I don't know it. I do want to hear the it. First, <laughs> the first time uh, I met Ben, uh, we were playing at Bar Bar, which is the grossest little dive bar in Denver. Um, we, were, we were playing there, and this guy, this kind of punk rock Dive bar. Sorry, we're playing there on August 16th. Yes. Uh, Get that in there. Yeah. August 16th? I thought or the September 16th. September. Cool. September 16th. This, cool. you know, this dude dressed up to the nines in a fucking cowboy hat and vest and everything comes up to me and he starts talking to me. He's like, oh, you know, we're from we're from wherever and we're on tour right now. And we're just, and so him and I talked and, and, and hit it off. And, and just this is like 2016. This was like 2016. And we so we had a really good talk and stuff. And then so I want to say a year later or two... 2017 probably we were playing a show in spoke uh, in uh, yeah, spokane. spokane washington at the checkerboard bar on the bill with us was the lost dog street band so we played the show to like nobody together uh in spokane and then they started really blowing up and then yeah. so two years ago so the last tour we did in 2019 we were in bozeman we saw him wa- randomly walking down the street in Bozeman, Montana. We were in <laughs> Bozeman the same night, and he, he walks past me, walking his dog, and I saw him. Like, dude, and, we, and so we we randomly him. run into him. All there was another time. Yeah. I thought there was one more time somewhere. There, yeah, there might have been. Well, but he they, was a legit tramp, right? I mean, like just go, jumping from train to train and shit. Uh, yeah, and so we've always yeah run into him on tour and like in the most random places, and so yeah. we we <laughs> ha- always had a, 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 a connection with them. It's really yeah. funny. So I, I'm so happy to see them like doing really well now yes yeah, yeah, yeah super you know, cool. they, uh, he's, he's killing it I, I i love that i mean it's you know I, i'm recently divorced so like the, his shit fucking hits me hits me hard like you know uh, i went through a separation in 2019 
And I think I got really big into them in about 2017. I feel like nice. that's gems on VHS. Mm-hmm. I, I, I followed that channel, saw them, awesome. and it's just I, I've been to both the shows that they've had here. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. Like literally, tell everybody about them. Oh, so that's that's cool that you guys have that. Yeah, it's weird. so weird. That's how we met the Benroths because they were there to yeah. see Lost Dog Street Band. Yeah, I have a keychain because they yeah they came to see Lost Dog Street Band. They fell in love with us too, and now every time we play in Spokane, they come out, and he made us these uh, leather keychains that say Snail Mate, yeah. which I'm I'm not super into the leather thing, but it's yeah. a really cool keychain, and um, it's a gift, uh, and it's uh, it's been on my keychain for or on my keyring for five or six years, and it looks like he just made it yesterday. But that's that's <laughs> crazy. That it's like you wouldn't think. You think if somebody likes a style of music, then that's all it is. Like, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna listen to Lost Dog Street Band and then turn around and listen to Snail? Mate? That's exactly totally. what we thought when we played that show. Yeah. But, we were terrified. <laughs> but to me, it's the authenticity that comes across from the acts. Like, I don't. I, like I said, I appreciate multiple forms of music and, and artwork in general. It's the authenticity factor that sets Same. it apart. That's yeah. one of the biggest, uh, most reoccurring comments or compliments that people give to us is i normally don't like this type of music but you guys are amazing or i love you or your show this and that and so we get that all the time i normally don't like music like you i normally don't like to be screamed at but like i love you guys and so that's a really and it's a really cool compliment to get it is yeah it is it is it's like because that's the thing i like i like to throw people off you know because we all have like our certain prejudices or like we're you're, you're meant to as a survival tactic to s- see somebody and have kind of like a prejudgment oh how should i conduct myself from them so i like to like throw people off and be like you know i'm like one of the most accepting like open people like let's just talk and have this conversation yeah. like we're doing now he's got a mohawk like, don't make eye contact he's gonna it's <laughs> gonna beat me up this thing dude yeah it literally literally yeah people like behave differently around me i'm just like dude i'm like I've never been in a fight. Like, right, right. <laughs> like, I know. I'm not, Bentley's got I'm not face tattoos. Yeah, yeah like, I know. Couldn't be more of a puppy dog. I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, it, it's and I like that. And that's part of that's our ethos too. Is like we get on stage wearing like a bow tie and stuff and like right, synthesizer. Your, your fan head. Right, and they people see us and they think we're gonna play like some like indie shit and then we start screaming at them and rapping and stuff and so they don't see it coming and I, I really like playing with people's expectations. It's, it's and you know yeah same in a crowd yeah. I always air drum to the bands that play before us but wrong. So people think that we're just I, gonna be <laughs> a, go up there and like just be yeah, bad. Yeah, I'll I just think we're totally be bad. just air drum completely wrong. I just think it's so funny like. We've I'm just having fun. Like, yeah, we've literally people say <laughs> us just based on how we like looked and act before the show. They're like, we thought you guys were gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, people say that all the time. Is, has anybody come up and be like, and I was right? And I was <laughs> right. <laughs> we've we've been pretty lucky. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky. We're pissed off a few people. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you don't go around doing exactly what you love to do and not piss a few people off. Yeah, yeah. we, yeah. we yeah. just we try to we when try to people get mad. We try to stay away from biker bars, and if we do that, then we're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because if if one if one group of people is more obsessed with their image, it's bikers, bro. Right, right. It's, it's such a weird. And they do not want to be rocking. Don't out get to me us started about <laughs> the way I feel about bikers. Uh. <laughs> it's literally just the the image that they have in their head of like I own a bike. I'm a biker. Yeah. I know. Like, we're in a club. Yeah. We're all gonna wear matching vests. I know. Like, yeah. Get out of here. yeah, yeah. It, it's what it is, and and there's some authentic bikers out there. I'm sure you're on there, but you're having to fit a bill, right? 
sweater. Yeah, it's nice. funny because like certain bike we played, uh, and it's weird to even say that because I don't like to put anything in a box because we have played biker bars where it's been amazing. Yeah. But our two bad experiences were also at biker bars. Uh, yeah. So I, like I mean, we're not yeah. gonna try new like we'll play at Chopper John's or something like here in town, but we're not gonna mm-hmm. seek out new biker bars on tour anymore. Gotcha. Right. The bikers yeah. that that I love and that you know it's they use it as a means to express their personality and their individuality, mm-hmm. and that's what it should be like. The bike, mo- a motorcycle by nature is you're by yourself on the road. Complete independence. You're, it's complete independence. And so when you see people like beholden to this club and like going through like hazing rituals to be in this gang and stuff like that, it's just like, it's like I don't understand. Yeah, you're just losing our, all sense of self. It's our tribalism. It's 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 our desire to to find a family, a group, and fit in. I think at, at the end of the day, everybody's it's everybody yearns things, for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And everybody yearns for that. And and some people, it's like those people that like they gain their freedom from prison and then are lost because in prison they were told what to do when to do it like you don't you, you lose your independence because there, there's a huge responsibility with your own independence like you're reliant on yourself mm-hmm. yeah. to make something happen so if if you fall in line with a certain group then a lot of decisions are made for you and there's some like passivity and you know I don't know how you guys are spirituality but it's kind of the same thing with like being religious mm-hmm. not not spiritual in a sense yeah. but religious like I follow a script oh yeah, yeah. It's made. yeah it's, some people is. they do totally kind agree. of blossom under circumstances like that mm-hmm. I don't I need to just do <laughs> like I'm like this is my schedule people are like can you hang out and stuff I'm like I'm so busy just doing my thing I'm gonna like, remember that next time you try to you're like yeah. you need to do this Ken. I'm like I need to just be express myself <laughs> I need to express myself yeah. let me check yeah. my schedule yes but, <laughs> but yeah I I I like just, just go, just go, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there's something primal to the to that instrument, drums. You're hitting something. I, yeah. I just can't. I, I would imagine it's just the, a great release of aggression. It has to what, be drumming. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't know, huh? <laughs> You're good. You can do it. I can't drum. <laughs> you it's can, hard. But you can still hit it and release some aggression, I yeah. guess. Right. But then you'd be. You, you might just be upset with you because you're like I can't create something right and that's the thing is like I can't let go enough to like just whack the things it's like I want to be good at this immediately <laughs> oh and I'm not God. that gets me with people they, they don't want to do anything because um, the influencer effect it's like if you're not making money or if you're not really good at something people are like well why am I going to waste my time and it's like what happened to the days of just doing it because you enjoy it yeah even if you're bad hey I have fun doing this exactly right. and you know and practice is a huge thing we practice all the time and I still don't consider myself to be good at the keyboards I don't <laughs> consider myself to be good either yeah <laughs> and like but like, like no need to practice more <laughs> nobody yeah. is going to learn how to play something immediately and it's you know it's hard especially the older you get you know your brain retains information differently or I, I think I think most people are uh, suffering from undiagnosed ADHD you know I started taking treatment for mine recently and uh, but it's hard to like commit yourself to like learn something and people they see something they go that looks easy it's not and then they mm-hmm. get frustrated and burnt out and then they never allow themselves to like yeah. to get to the point where they can feel passionate about mm-hmm. this creating this thing because yeah. they, they just weren't good at it immediately yeah but they they see the ending outcome they see the people that put in the hundreds of hours into something and they make it look easy mm-hmm. and you're like oh there you go like i i recently had that with golf like i had never played golf and then my buddy needed he was a fundraiser and i was like well i guess it i'll doesn't play look that hard no and so counterintuitive like you want to go up there and hit the fuck out of the ball and swing the hardest you can and it's you're not supposed to do that at all Mm-mm. And it's it's a puzzle. Like I, f- I fell in love. Like I, I went from playing nothing in 33 years 
to like You're last obsessed. year I played like at least 30 times and you know it's an expensive game too but during the yeah. summer here it gets real cheap because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be out there yeah but it was um it was fun because every time you go up to the ball it's a new problem so if you like puzzles and for one it's a physical one so your mind you will tell you would say this is what needs to be done but now you have to rely on That's, your body yeah, to execute way easier said than done yeah so you're at, every time you walk up to the ball you're analyzing I want to say like at least a dozen different scenarios. Where where is it in relation to my feet? Where is it on the grass? Where do I need to hit it to? The wind, like everything. So it's like when you're done with that, you're like, I just walked and swung this little club, but I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's and a physical game, but it's also a mental game. It's you know, the you uh, can chess masters. Yeah. You know how much how many calories a, a grandmaster will lose or burn in like a tournament, like a I don't know how I, f- I forget what it is, but it's like either a weekend tournament or like a couple days. You see them, they're just sitting there. They're sitting there, and they'll burn like six thousand calories because you're constantly. It's like so it's wild. like people that are always like anxious and like anxiety. It's like you're 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 you're, you're redlining your brain mm-hmm. and you're it's taking energy to do so. So that that's what I liked about that game, and I like that I suck because for one, Room everybody for sucks. Yeah. Well, it's a game of who's gonna miss the best. Everybody's gonna miss, right? Yeah. But you're gonna miss better than the next mm-hmm. guy. And so it's been it's been awesome to like just like every time like I I I feel like I've made a small improvement in my physical game like for me i'm just like yes dude it finally came through you know so it's 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 been a fun one man i'm horrible golfer but i love it my little brother's a golfer um he works at a golf course um he he just won his tournament on (gasps) on saturday yeah he's He's like a real golf he's working to be a golf pro he just he just passed the uh the playing exam of the golf course and he just has to uh do like do the written exam and he'll be a golf uh, pga professional so he can like give lessons and stuff like that he's nice. a he's a really amazing yeah. golfer and yeah and he's always been good at golf but his his challenge is you know is is the is the mental side you know like getting frustrated and getting like flustered and stuff and like it's more than a lot of games that's a that sport is a balance between you have to be able to release release that like for forgive yourself for the last bad hit because mm-hmm. if that weighs on you then you're just pissed off for this next one and then You'll fuck that one up, and then you'll be even more. You literally just have to like. Okay, that was then. Yeah, let's start anew. It's it's a game of forgiveness, I guess. Forgiving yourself, which is the hardest thing to do. One of the best videos I saw at therapy was um, the reprogramming of stress, and people who are stressed out constantly and view their stress as a negative thing have shorter lifespans and end up, you know, dying sooner because of stress-related illnesses. Silent killer. But people who with equal amounts or more stress who view stress as a positive you view stress as it's your body's preparation and response to about to do something so when you start getting anxious and stressed about like this show you're about to play or this thing you're about to do it's if you view it mentally as it's your body preparing to do this thing well and like that's why you're anxious is your your body's like it's getting ready to do this thing and if you start viewing it that way you can have as much stress in your life but you will live longer your reaction to things will be better and you'll uh so this yeah the stress is this thing that is if you can wield it correctly is incredibly powerful yeah. tool to have on your well, side it's a it's it's definitely an evolutionary tool it's like you're supposed to stress out about certain things to a certain to survive, extent yeah. to be able to act on it right mm-hmm. but it's it's when you feel hopeless when you feel despair in, in a moment and you're stressing out about that then that's where the danger comes into play absolutely for sure, man yeah. yeah 
But yeah, you can totally use it to your advantage. So no, bang some really drums. Can. So bang some drums. Get rid of your stress. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. And 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 uh, yeah. Who knows how I'm going to be after having a month and a half off from playing? Because yeah, my release is is rapping and screaming, you know, and dancing around. So Sorry. You're gonna. <laughs> You're gonna come back, and I'm gonna be all old you and might frail. Get, you're gonna you have might, a cane. You might have to break them out of the institution to I play know. shows, man. For real. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Oh shoot, man. What time is that? I gotta pick up the kids soon. Um, what else you guys want to touch on? I think we hit think, on it. Yeah. Everything. Dude, this was a great Good. conversation. Yeah. yeah this wow. awesome. this is a, you, not not that I had expectations, but we had all the you know, the benchmarks I want to talk about sauce. golf. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as long as we talk Biker about bars, good, right? all, yeah really i think <laughs> what else is there yeah yeah i mean uh you can check us out at snailmate.com that'll lead you to like all of our socials and stuff like that our tour schedule um, our merch and uh just want to also a lot of people don't know if a band does have a website it's better to go to their website than to and then go to their social media because then their website gets the hit and then their website goes up higher and like we don't need to be giving Facebook and Instagram and stuff more hits. That's true. But if you want to find their Instagram, like go through their website to find it because uh, then like you get that hit from like having your own domain. Yeah. And then Do it you like guys helps use bump stuff. Flow codes. Flow? It's like a QR code. That's I, is I, that I, what you use. I think that's the, what's on our bottle of hot sauce is a flow code. A flow code. Yeah, because uh, you think, can track the metrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. so it's super cool. Which I need to do. I want to see how many people scan Same. the bottle. Same here. <laughs> yeah, but the bottle, due to it being curved, it doesn't scan as well as it fucking should, and it. Oh. So the next batch of hot sauce that we release will have a different label on it because was well, it a different Q- label or different bottle? Uh, it'll the next one we do will we haven't done it yet, but it'll have a different. A label for the same sauce and, and everything because we have QR, a sticker QR it's not going to have a QR code yeah oh, because gotcha. it just it's hard it doesn't scan the way that it fucking should and it's been one of the most frustrating yeah things. so we printed out we printed out QR code stickers because the it, it's like 50 50 chance on the whether it's going to model it. but yeah so the artwork is the same but a little different and cooler without the QR code basically yeah so. well I thought it'd be kind of cool to maybe have like a flat like a flask looking hot sauce bottle where you could throw that on. oh right I know that would yeah. be sweet but Those now, cost a lot more. Uh, uh, that's that's yeah. going to be the other thing, they do right? Look fa- they do like, like, looks like high-end. I know, you know it when does. You get one that's like a little glass flask. It does. Then you pull it out and you're like, this like, is some artisan that shit. That was expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, charge an extra 75 cents. No, I know, like, <laughs> right? 99. Yeah, if we ask Zach, we're like, hey, can the next ones be in this flask bottle? He'd be like, like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody's interested in that hot sauce now, you're waiting on the new batch to come in, We right? have some. We have some now. We can ship it out tomorrow. If you yeah. order it. Yeah. You can ship right it out any time. Yeah. I got yes. some in my van. Snailmate.com. Yeah. Uh, we always, we usually grab always one. have it available. We'll give you a bottle of hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll definitely grab one. Yeah. We'll fucking do all, maybe, how, how spicy is it? Uh, it's ranked uh, on the bottle. It says it's a four out of ten. I would call it a three. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's manageable. We did a generous. family, family friendly one. Yeah. It's, Kay. it's first ingredients, cold brew coffee. Mm. Um, its main spice is coming from Guajillo. There's a teeny tiny bit of uh, Reaper on the very back end, but it just get, emphasizes it a little bit. It's not, I don't think it's hot at all. Um, it's a great breakfast uh, okay, hot okay. sauce. It's amazing on eggs and potatoes. It's amazing nice. on enchiladas. On oh. pizza. Yeah, because my go-to for eggs would be the secret aardvark. Um, that stuff's habanero. good. Yeah, that's yeah, my that go-to. Yeah, good. Nice. So, so this, is, this is almost like a, uh, with the guajillo and stuff, it's almost like a dark, smoky, uh, like uh, almost like a pastor. God damn, I'm hungry, dude. I'm riding, I'm literally riding off of, I had two cups of coffee, oh. uh, some two vegan cookies. 
and this uh-huh. and now i'm freaking hungry yeah, yeah. No, there's some tacos on the way home i might have to stop again. yeah it's it's amazing i'm obsessed food. with al pastor tacos but yeah, oh I'll, my god where's the spot where's the spot locally oh wait do we not want to say that on camera <laughs> don't blow uh, it up los taquitos is great uh, yes. taco sweet show on uh oak street on and the 17 is amazing for al pastor um wait i think i have had that ellen no, no, Trunk. 51 i was on the 51 okay oh yeah no yeah, the 51 in, in Oak Street, a taco suicho. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, it's really bright inside, right? It's white uh, flooring, white walls. I think so. Yeah, I think I've been there before. Yeah. And their logo is uh, uh, like the Al Pastor, like on the spit, uh, the way that it roasts. Um, tacos, or uh, El Entranque has amazing Al Pastor. Um, I'm trying to find the best Al Pastor in town. Like, I'm always on, the, on, the, on the prowl. Even, uh, uh, Torta Pakime has great al pastor. Torta Pakime. Mm-hmm. Have you been to, there's a place on Broadway in Almasco here, Taquitos Jalisco. Okay. Just had them, uh, me and my brother went after playing tennis and um, we had four entrees, man. Wow. <laughs> Spicy shrimp burrito, lengua tacos. You, you guys fans of lengua? I like all? the lengua. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. need meat. And then, oh, that's no. right. I'm sorry, man. No, you're <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> well, I'm talking about all this heavy food. No, it's good. Um, carne asada, quesadilla. And then uh, the pastor. Um, uh, what did we have for that? But I feel like theirs was pretty good. Uh, Los Taquitos is is, is classic oh, for sure, amazing. man. Yeah, that it's place so is really good. good for sure. So I mean, I guess so. so you're vegan, right? Uh, just or vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay. Yeah. What's like your go-to vegetarian joint? Uh, I love Los Taquitos, and I also their like veggie uh, tacos. Are yeah, bomb. their veggie tacos are really, really good. Holy shit! I think they're the best they're, veggie tacos in town. Really? They're amazing. And then Tacos Chihuahua's across the street from uh, Rhythm Room. I work there. They I have really so. good Calvacitas tacos. Yeah. And then it's not on the menu, but they have tacos that's just full of peppers. You just have to ask. Yeah. But it's like uh, jalapenos and bell peppers and stuff. Um, oh, there's a really good, and they make their tortillas there, which is bomb. So I would say the those corn two and flour. Yeah, they make all their own tortillas. It's amazing. And yeah. that, that's Chiwas? Yeah, Tacos Chiwas. Which is, I love that spot, but they don't have chips. Which what? really. How are you yeah, making chips? They don't have chips. The other day I was craving like chips and guac and I wanted to get with my tacos and then they were like, oh, we don't have chips. You and want like, like that tack, <gasps> like, like, that, 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 that range, right? That yeah. Crunch. That crunch. Yeah, that texture. Yeah, you need that texture. That's what yeah, and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Because I, 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 didn't, I didn't know it wasn't on the menu, but I asked and they're like, no, we don't have chips here. And I was like, they got good elotes. They got good elotes though. Oh, their elotes are bomb. Oh my god, dude! I just went to um, the Cinco de Mayo event in downtown. Had mm. the best elote I've, I've ever had, man. That's my favorite yeah. snack. I forgot what the place, the, the the food truck was called, but I took a picture of it. You know that. But yeah, elotes, awesome. man. Those mm. are sleepers, man. People forget about them. And they're, I so, can they're eat. so simple. You wouldn't think that like fucking mayonnaise and and like corn, like Valentina and some uh, cotija oh. and corn. Like it's very simple. And the Valentina on there just pairs so perfectly. Holy shit! They don't, you don't even. I have know. to say, I, I'd have it on that. See, I, I was never a fan, uh, too big of a fan, because tapatio was just weighed so heavily on me. But, totally, yeah. But on that, with 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 the uh, the mayo on there mm. oh it just pairs so well and I mean it's you amazing. can't go wrong with Valentina you can get a giant fucking bottle of that for like a dollar yeah it's not the, the <laughs> bottle's oh, like this big for 99 best, cents that's the best value can they change their cap tip or their, their, their cap style oh, don't you still have to like stab it no I think you, I think you pop it open and it ha- almost has like a pour it has a little uh, pull tab now yeah oh, it does? And yeah. Okay. it's a groove that you pour okay because that was my big gripe with them is like you always had to like stab it out whatnot. Yeah, yeah now they have a little pull tab thing like the milk Oh yeah, no, we're, we're just about wrapped up. Right now. thank you. Um, 
So I guess that's our exit. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Right. Is he, he's, he's got to be the boss, right? Is he the that's owner? It. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, yeah, he's so, coming in here. Cock, Sweet. cock thanks, of the walk. Thanks to Coffee Rush for letting us yeah, do this here. It was awesome, man. Yeah. It's a good spot. It the is. Free, there, when, when Literally, when you said, like, Coffee Rush, I had this one in mind because I was like, yeah, you're going to be, you know, the tattoo. Yeah. Um, and then you said Ray, and I was like, okay, well, we'll make that work. And then I was like, I normally do this one. Like, this one works way better. Yeah, no, it's great. I didn't know there was an outside here because I my, I get tattooed right down the street, but I thought that I didn't know there was an outside part here. So this is this ended up being perfect. Yep. But uh, Coffee Rush, it's cheap, too. He was like, this was like 250 I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah. job, man. Yeah, I love it here. Yeah, super sweet. All right, guys. Oh, oh there it is. An, an per- alarm for my perfect. tattoo. That's perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Guys, thanks for uh, literally coming on, man. This was awesome. Yeah, Thanks totally. for having us. Yeah, you snowmate.com. Took my expectations and took them up here. Man. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. This was fun. Time yeah. really just flew by. It I know. did, man. All right, guys. Go check them out. Everything. Everything they got. Merch, shows, tours, albums, videos. Uh, they like to be kissed on stage, right? See you later. <laughs> this one time. We love you. Oh, that, what a great story that would have been. You know, that lady in Michigan. What? Oh. <laughs> what, what lady? That lady in Michigan during our album release. It's coming. It's coming.